All right. Hello. We're going to be back talking about a few more groups. We'll see how far we get. Um, I'll probably do a couple of these this weekend and see what we can do. But we are post game three of the PNTT. And there's just a lot of fun stuff going on. So I'm going to share my screen, um, I think. And once I share my screen, you'll be able to see uh, some cool stuff. <laughs> uh Okay, cool. So let's start off with the father and son. Let's start off with the father and son's group. We got Jefferson City, um, Yakima, Culver City, and Lincoln. Um, Jefferson City is really, uh, yeah, just uh, made a name for themselves. Um, they are playing really, really well. They're three and zero. Russell Bristol playing really efficient, 49% from the field, 35 from three on a ton of shots, 56 true shooting. Harbin's struggling a little bit, but, you know, he's still scoring 21 points. He's putting up those threes, too. They love shooting threes. 21 threes for them as a team, 34.9% from the field. And then Victor Rodriguez. So these three, you know, they they come together, and they're the ones that they're relying on to uh, – to make something happen. Um, today, uh, they played a, a Wooster team and they won 82-68. This team's just putting up points. Uh, Virgil Harbin had his best game of the, uh, so far, 10 for 16. Rodriguez went 12 of 18. They play a little zone. Uh, Jack Drake and Charles Williams struggled out of that. Damon Glass, he struggled. And if you look at Jefferson City moving forward, you got Albuquerque, Aurora, and Lincoln. Now, Lincoln's 0-3. I expect them to win that. They have a pretty decent point differential, so they should be good. But, you know, Albuquerque and Aurora, they're not slouches. Albuquerque right now is 1-2. and uh, one and two. They're trying to figure out some stuff, but they've played a really tough schedule here. Um, on the other hand, you look at uh, Aurora. Aurora is 1-2. and two. Um, you know, they lost to a couple teams that are pretty, are okay. And then they beat a solid, uh, New York team. So they're kind of on the upswing. We'll see if they can get it together, but, um, yeah, I like Jefferson city's chances. You know, they won that first game versus a really tough Yakima team, um, in overtime. And then they went on to Culver city one by 20. Let's look at Yakima. Yakima's two and one. They're the only team out other. I mean, I don't, that has a chance, I think, to make the PNTT playoff. Culver City would have to have basically a 57-point differential and go 3-0, and which it's going to be pretty hard, you know. I don't, so I don't, I don't see them doing that. I mean, it's possible, but yeah. Um, so uh, in Lincoln, you know, they're just, they're struggling. So let's look at the other team, Yakima. They have a chance, right? Um, and these uh these uh um this team you know you got ryan parent the sophomore point guard playing really solid efren johnson 23.3 points so after that overtime loss they went and beat uh lincoln by 11 and albuquerque by 21 so i really like uh i like this team they got yuma south bend culver city so tough schedule but there's a really good argument that you know this team should go two and one um if they do go two and one i mean then they should make it but you got a rivalry game coming up um two rivalry games i think he might know all three of these coaches i don't know i know culver city's his dad he's connected to south bend somehow um 
and then you got Yuma. So solid schedule right there. Uh, we'll see. Yuma's kind of been on a roll. They're two and one. Um, so that that's gonna be a big game coming up on Monday. So I like this team. They really rely on these two right here, and Efren Johnson, the freshman, and Ryan Parent. Uh, and they're playing well. Malik Rogers, the sophomore, big man, Christopher Rose. Uh, 15.3 rebounds per game, man, that's, that's nuts. You know, I like this team. I think they make the playoffs. So, um, let's, uh, let's move on to the, uh, next group. We got the rolling group. Um, now this group's a little interesting. Yeah. Boise was two and one. Albuquerque is one and two. New York City's one and two, and Houston's one and two. Um, none of, they all have pretty decent point differentials. Boise is actually negative. Uh, or they're seven point eight. Sorry. Um, I think this is sorted a little wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, but um, yeah. So, uh, we're gonna look at this group, and in this group, you got. Boise two and one uh minus eight or okay this is the group yeah that's why I think it's sort of wrong because one two I think Houston should be above New York City but regardless um Boise let's look at them Boise they're two and one they got freshman Robert Martin who's playing really great sixty six point six percent true shooting. He does have 5.3 turnovers, but they only have 11.7, so it's not like the rest of the team's carrying it over. They can withstand something like that. Um, in their one loss, they lost by 16 to Albuquerque, a game they didn't think uh, they should lose. They played pretty well, but they just gave up 55% um, from the field. Um, Cameron Jameson just went off 30 points. Uh, he's, he's a stud. So do I think Boise can make it? So you got Boston, Duluth, New York City. I see no reason why Boise shouldn't make it. I would like to see them get that point differential up a little bit so that um, they can make it via the cheese clause. But, you know, Duluth should be a win. Boston, I think, is 0-3. Okay, they've played a tough schedule. Granted, they've played a tough schedule, but they're 0-3 so far. I think they can beat them. And then they got New York City, who's a solid team. They're 1-2, though. Boise should win this group, but you know, if they slip up, New York City's right there. They want to pounce, even though they are negative 24. They want to pounce with that last game. New York City, you look at their schedule. You got Eugene, Jackson, Boise. Uh, you know, I think they can be Jackson. Eugene's gonna be tough. Eugene's one of the best teams out there. So, but they can pull off an upset here, take down Jackson. They're three and two, and they got Boise, and I think that could be a plan if they win those two. But I don't see him beating Eugene, which will make it harder. Now, if Boise slips up, there's a good chance a three and three team could win this. Um, you know, I, Boston or Duluth, I think they're expected to win those. So we'll see if they win those two. They're four and one, and you know they pretty much got it locked up. I mean, not locked up, but uh, pretty they got a pretty good chance. And you look at the other teams. Okay, let's look at Albuquerque and Houston. Albuquerque, you got Muhammad Williams, 21 points a game, shooting a lot of threes. Um, they're scoring a lot of points, 83 points per game. Uh, 
you know, he's got a solid team. This was in the NTT last year, and they lost uh, one senior in Kyle Nowicki. So they they should be pretty solid. Um, you look at their schedule coming up. You have Jefferson City, Frankfurt, and Houston. Not, not the easiest schedule. Uh, Frankfurt's been playing really well. Houston, I think, well, I mean, we'll see what happens there, but Jefferson City's been playing hot. You got to stop them. You got to stop that zone that's just been giving some teams some trouble. And then you got Houston. Um, Houston's schedule, you got Clearwater, Carbondale, and then Albuquerque. So Clearwater, 2-1. They lost to a pretty solid San Jose team, but they beat Huntsville. They beat Rally. Um, and then uh, you got Carbondale. Uh, Carbondale's got some talent on that class, you know. You see this team, they brought in that 29-51 class. They're starting Daniel Burns at point guard. Uh, they are 2-1. and one. They lost a 10-point game to a really solid Daytona team who's 3-0 and so far. So that's a game Houston – I just think Houston's going to have trouble overall with these, this schedule. Um, so I don't see them. But, you know, they lost in two overtimes to Salt Lake City, a really solid Salt Lake team. Um, so this is something to watch, but I think, you know, this, this group, um, as a whole comes down to Boise and New York city, it's Boise's to lose, but if they slip up versus Boston or Duluth, watch out. Cause New York city is going to be ready. Um, even at three, three and three, New York city does have some points to make some point differential to make up. I will say that, um, they lost a 20 point game today. That didn't do them any favors. Didn't do them any favors at all. And they got Eugene. So I think Boise has a really good shot to win. I don't think this group gets two, um, but I, I'm going to pick Boise. So we will um, go with that. Let's look at the next group. Um, in the next group, we have the Hasselman group. Daytona's been flying high. I think they have the best point differential of an undefeated team. I think 55. Let's see. Mm, yeah, Montpelier's got 52. Nashville has 54. Um, Rockford's got 53, so 55 is number one. Daytona, um, new to the PNTTT, the PNTT, and uh, playing well, playing real well. So this, uh, this, this team, you know, they were a really solid team last year. They made it to the NTT. Um, and you know, they, they won the first round lost after that, but I think they were a two or a three seed maybe. And, you know, they were really relying on freshmen. They got Ethan Spoon and Harrison Garcia starting, but you know, this team is just so balanced. You got five players in double figures. You got, uh, Christopher Grogan off the bench scoring 8.7 points per game. They lost two, um, seniors and they replaced them with two freshmen and those guys picked up pretty much right where they left off I love what Ethan Spoon's doing here 6.7 assists really efficient when he shoots um, Harrison Garcia struggling a little more but you know he's making his free throws he got Carlos Gargulia he's playing really great 57.3 percent true shooting Griffin Cross Griffith Cross 63.8 and you look at this team they beat the reading rainbow by 27 they just killed them and we're going to look at reading rainbow uh next or reading rainbow um what I, I think he prefers reading so we'll go with reading um and i i mean i think the fans are, well we'll get to their them next but this game they just dominated um 20 27 point win that's that's huge um they they made them look silly and 
Uh, Daytona, the demolition is living up to their name. They beat a really solid New Orleans team by 18 today. New Orleans is two and one. They beat Flagstaff. They beat Bloomington. They beat them both pretty good. And this is a team that was in the NTT last year. They were number 11 power ranked last year. They've been in the NTT every year. They did lose um, a really good senior class, Dalton Muhammad. Uh, but, you know, they brought back four starters. They, you know, insert a new starter and you'd think they'd be good. But I, I mean, I like what this Daytona team is doing. This Daytona team is just killing it. Uh, and it all starts and ends um, with Gargulio. Gargulio and uh, Cross and Cross is just—I mean—he's playing great. You can't—you can't ask for much better season for him. Fifty-eight percent from the field, sixty-three true shooting, just great stuff from him. Um, you look at their up schedule. They got Ann Arbor. That's a tough game. That's a tough game for sure. Um, and then they got Ames, and then they got St. Louis. Ames is a team they—they. They, played Fremont tight today. They only lost by one to Fremont, so they could win that. I don't think anyone expects Daytona to be um, to be Ann Arbor, but they're saying, why not? Why can't we beat them? I mean, Plainview just beat them by one. There was some foul trouble in that game, but Plainview beat them by one. And if, the, if, if Daytona can beat Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor's in a little trouble then because that's their second loss. They finish with Montpelier and uh, Fremont, but I digress. This is this isn't a. We're not talking about Ann Arbor right now. We're talking about Daytona and just the team they're doing. I mean, I love what they're doing. They beat three two and one teams. Like so they played three teams. Each of these teams, their only loss was to Daytona, and they won by double digits in every single game. So I gotta give them respect for that. I don't see a way they miss the playoffs. I mean, they they could very well lose to Ann Arbor, but. Even if they lose to Ann Arbor, they're still above the 20 mark. And then you got Ames and St. Louis. You just got to flip those games and you're in the playoffs. So I like Daytona. But some of these other teams are looking pretty good. This re reading rainbow, reading rainbow, whatever you want to call it. We're going to go with the reading because um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that's what he wants. Um, Matthew McDaniel, uh, shooting a ton, but only 33%. But he's plus 9.3. He's playing great defense, 2.7 steals, not be being efficient. He's going to get back. He, he had a really good year last year, I think. Yeah, 60% true shooting, 20 points per game. He led the team. Um, this team's this team's solid. I, I really like what they're doing. They got a couple freshmen um, that are on the bench. But you look at their schedule, they beat St. Louis by 29 points. Woo! That was a huge win. And then they beat the Burgerton Busters uh, by 15. They Their schedule gets pretty hard, though. South Bend, solid, tough team. Eugene, solid, tough team. Carbondale, another solid, tough team. And we're going to get to Carbondale next. Let's. Um, so I think, I mean, you know, it's hard to say. They're plus 18 after losing that first game by 27. But you, you got to think this team has a good shot at making the PNTT playoffs, if you, especially if they beat South Bend. But, you know, they got to win two of these three to make the make it via the cheese clause because I don't think Daytona is slipping up and losing three and giving a team like that a chance. That Carbondale game could be very important. Let's look at Carbondale. Carbondale overall um, – 
they lost to Daytona by 10, but they played them close. They beat a really solid Idaho Falls team by three today. They beat St. Louis by nine. So overall, they are a plus two. They have Honolulu, Houston, and Redding, Reading, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, they got the easiest schedule of the three teams for sure. Uh, Honolulu, that's a winnable game. Uh, Houston, winnable game. Reading, it could go either way, but if they win those two, I think that Reading game could be a playing game for an at-large bid via the cheese clause. So I'm excited to see what Coach Dizzy Dell, 7 has going for him. I mean, his team's really solid. Gareth Hoskins, 16 points on 60.2% true shooting. Daniel Burns, the freshman. Uh, not shooting super efficiently, but he's playing solid. Six rebounds, 5.7 assists. Um, and I really like this uh, Mark Anthony Gawley. He's uh, got 12 rebounds, 6.3 assists, three blocks, only 0.7 turnovers. So you got to love that from him. These guys are um, solid, and their schedule looks like it opens up. St. Louis, they've had a rough go. They've lost all three. Um, and the schedule doesn't get easier. They play 3-0 Fremont, 3-0 Daytona, and then Wooster, I think, is 1-2. Uh, but still got a lot of talent on that squad. St. Louis, you know, Coach Deacon, um, NTM, yeah, he's having a little rough go. He's trying to figure it out. Um, but, you know, get things together. See if you can get ready for Conference 16, okay? Let's look at the next group we're going with the shoemate group so in the shoemate group you got galveston aurora lansing and shreveport and this is really interesting because all these teams have a chance galveston two and one but only plus seven aurora one and two plus eleven lansing one and two plus two and shreveport's one and two minus 27 they're gonna have a tough time Getting there, they have to win all three, and uh, unless unless they get in as in a, as a group winner at three and three, but even still, that point differential is killing them. So we'll start with Galveston, and we'll work our way down. Galveston, uh, they brought in that eleven two class, and they're starting both Gabriel Bates and Alexander Johnson. Alexander Johnson was just such a monster recruit, and he's living up to the billing. He hasn't been the best three-point shooter, but he's still scoring 21 points a game on 46.6% field goal percentage. If he cuts out the, the threes, I mean, this guy, you know, he's 8-4-14. Uh, so he can't really complain with that. Gabriel Bates playing great down there, down low. Um Damon Johnson, the point guard, 11 assists, 2.3 steals. I really like him. They got Fremont, tough game. That's that's an important one. So we'll see. That's And then they got Honolulu, and then they got Shreveport. I, I think they can win versus Honolulu. I think they can win versus Shreveport. But the Fremont one's going to be tough. Fremont's 3-0, but they only have a plus 12 point differential. So they still are figuring some stuff out, but it's going to be a solid game. If they lose that game, it opens things up for any of these other teams. So Aurora got a huge win today, a 20-point win over New York City after losing to Shreveport and Galveston pretty closely. They got Duluth, Jefferson City, Lansing. 
tough schedule, but I expect him to beat Duluth. And then you got Jefferson City and Lansing. So if they're two and two, let's say uh, Gallison loses to uh, to uh, Fremont, then we kind of have a competition, you know, because Aurora's got the best plus minus right now. Let's look at the sleeper in this group, Lansing. They're only plus two. They lost um, today to Inglewood. They've played a tough schedule. They're going with a zone. They're trying some stuff out. They're scoring a lot of points, but they're not playing great defense other than the game for Shreveport, which they killed. Um, so they got San Jose, San Antonio, and Aurora. Um, San Jose, they're one and two. Decent team, but beatable. I think Lansing can win that. I think after Monday, we're going to have three teams at two and two. So then Lansing's got San Antonio Aurora. Um, you got Aurora with Jefferson City Lansing. And then Galveston with Honolulu Shreveport. Um, and then lo let's look at Shreveport. They got San Antonio Carnegie Galveston. I just don't think Shreveport's cut out for this group. I mean, they're they're a solid team for sure. And they brought in a good freshman class. Zayed James is doing well as a freshman. Alejandro Pierce, uh, big man, not getting the most rebounds right now, but he's still solid. Uh, their schedule, you know, you got tough teams. Let's look at the San Antonio team because a few teams play San Antonio. They're 2-1. and one. They lost to a solid Ames team, but they beat uh, St. Paul and Idaho Falls. You know, they got Lansing there. I think... Yeah, I think there's a good chance. I mean, I think there's a pretty good chance. We'll see. Aurora, that, that game's going to be tough, this Jefferson City game. Um, and then they got Lansing. So I think it could go a lot of ways. I mean, I think there could potentially be two. Um, the winner of uh, the winner the winner of Aurora Lansing, I think, has a pretty good shot of getting in um, as long as they can take care of their other games business. Uh, but it's tough to bet against Galveston right now when Galveston's the one that's uh two and one. Um but it's all hinges on this Fremont game, you know. If they lose that, then they open themselves up to another team passing them. But if they win that, it's gonna be hard for anyone to even come close. So anyway. Let's look at the horn group. And after that, we'll take a little pause. So you got Inglewood, Clearwater, Huntsville, and Raleigh. Huntsville is interesting because they're plus 36 and only one and two. Um, Raleigh, they're one and two, but they have a really bad point differential. They got killed by Clearwater, and that just kind of sunk them quite a bit. Um, I mean, they played close against Inglewood, who's a solid team. They do have Los Angeles, Yuma, and Huntsville coming up. You know, they... It's going to be tough for him to get to four and two, and they'd have to beat all these teams by a pretty significant margin or enough margin. Oh, not, not too significant. I mean, you, you just have to win by 38 and go three and oh. So, yeah, that's about a um, 13 point point differential, 12.67. Uh, Englewood, they're looking pretty. Um, they're three and oh. You got Carnegie, Flagstaff, and Clearwater. I fully expect them to win the group. I 
fully expect them to win the group. Now, if they slip up against Carnegie or Flagstaff, that opens up the door for Clearwater to overtake them with a win in that final game. But they're just playing well right now. They beat a rally by four, and then they win and beat Huntsville by 12, beat Lansing by seven. These are tough games they're playing. Uh, you look at Clearwater. They didn't bring in the best freshman class. They just lost by nine to San Jose. They got Houston, Los Angeles. I think they're going to win those games. They're going to be four, four and one, and then it's Inglewood. So you look at Clearwater, and they are plus seven. So they have to get a plus 13 in their last two games and win at least two of them. So, yeah, I mean, it could happen. I mean, that, that, that's very doable. That's I mean, that's only win by seven, win by seven, lose by one. It, it's going to come down to that Inglewood game. That game's going to be important. Inglewood's going to want to prove something. They want to get a higher seed. Uh, Clearwater, you know, they might be playing for their chance to be in the PNTT playoff or even win the group. I mean, Los Angeles and, uh, sorry, Los Angeles and Houston, they're not juggernauts by any means. So um, Clearwater has a really solid ch chance at making the PNTT playoffs. Uh, let's look at the next group. We got Huntsville. They are one and two, but they just beat Pueblo by 50 points. Woo! Um, that'll make up for your first two losses, which weren't that bad. You got Hot Springs, Wooster, and Rally. Could they go 3-0? Yeah. Yeah, they could. They should be Rally. They should be Hot Springs. Wooster. Wooster's a really solid team that's just been struggling. They lost today, but they played a tough schedule too. So, I mean... I think Huntsville has an outside shot, especially with that huge win today. They have a that that helps them a lot in their in their uh um their chase to make the PNTT playoff. They already have the point differential, you know. They just just gotta go three and zero, right? You just gotta go three and zero, and then you're good. So we'll see what Huntsville can do. You got that freshman Emmanuel Hurd, uh, eighteen points per game. Ba Bailey Napier playing a little small forward. Um, yeah, Hurd had a great game today. Napier had a great game. Andrews, I mean, they got that three-headed monster going and running, flying on all cylinders, you know. I think Huntsville's got an outside shot. I think they can win all three. I mean, I don't see why not, right? Uh, it's a winnable schedule. Uh, Rally, you know, they got Los Angeles, Yuma, Huntsville. I think they can make some noise. Um, Los Angeles. I think has been struggling up to this point. They're oh, they won their first one by over Aberdeen by sixteen. That's a great win for Los Angeles and Coach uh, Jay Tru, uh, Truinsky, um, G Truinsky. Um, so maybe I'm downing them a little too much. I shouldn't because they're on my schedule and they might take it personally. But I like the coach. Um, I think he's got stuff going on. And that's a rivalry game. So I, I love it. I love to see it rally against Los Angeles. We'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, so that wraps it up for that group. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I just try and go through a few, see what, just share some thoughts, uh, share some opinions. And uh, yeah, I want you guys to enjoy it. So um, hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully I wasn't too off the rails. Uh, there's a few more groups. I mean, there's so many. Uh, we got, I mean, we got 14 groups, I believe. 
14 or 15, 15 groups, I think. So I think uh, the groups we have left are the Stewart group, the Muhammad group, the Richards group, the Hildebrand group, the Miller group, the Evans group, and the Reese group. So we'll try and get to them all. Um, and uh, so enjoy this for now, and I'll talk to you later.